Want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, with no ads? Become a bonus Burt Show subscriber. Find out more at theburtshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. Did you see it? You know what? I did. I thought of you as soon as I did. <laughs> did you guys see it? No. You didn't, didn't see, see the it? moon this morning? I completely this, forgot. I saw the moon, but it wasn't anything super or blue. Uh, oh, it, it's it's close. It's big. It's pretty super. Yeah. I completely forgot. <laughs> you walk here. You've got more time than anybody else to look up. And I walked past Blue Moon Pizza. You thought that would remind me. <laughs> That's funny. No. If you want to take a second, like when it's safe this morning, you know, and you're not in your car and maybe you're in the parking lot on the way into the building or whatever, just look up because the moon is really amazing this morning. It, I mean, I ha- I was pulling out my driveway and it was like beaming at me. And as soon as I pulled out of the neighborhood, like there it was staring at me. And when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's 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 pretty impressive. I'll I'll give it to Bert. He has every right to be excited. <laughs> I for sure thought we were going to come in and bond over this today. You and I did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. I wish I would have took some pictures or something. <laughs> it's still there, dude. It's still there. It's still there. Yep. Go check it I out. I want to see it because I swear I made a point this morning to look up at the moon, uh-huh. but I remember thinking, oh, I must have missed it because it looks normal size. It, it just looked like a regular moon to me. But I maybe think, I was looking at like a light bulb. I think, <laughs> I think last night at 9.30 was supposed to be like the optimal time uh, to look at it. So even this morning, it's beautiful, but you missed the window. Yeah, yeah. I tried, but my apartment complex blocked it. So anyway, <laughs> maybe in 2037. <laughs> so Katie might have solved her neighborhood mystery. It has been going on for a while now and maybe mystery solved. It's not quite solved. The mystery is still here. I'm trying to figure out the mystery and if I should do something about it. So I've told you all before that my mom has now called me the neighborhood Karen. Um, (laughs) Apparently, I'm in everyone's business and I shouldn't be. But I think that I'm just the neighborhood wants to be aware what goes on in my neighborhood. That's what you're supposed to do. We call you the self-appointed sheriff. There's always one in every neighborhood. There's a sheriff in town. Making sure everything's okay and safe, peeking through the blinds. My, not Definitely not minding our own business. No, not at all. But at least I'll know what's going on across the street. <laughs> no, you won't know what's going on. You will believe whatever scenario you've concocted in your head. That's what's happening. Uh, I guess. Okay, okay, okay. You might be right with that. So occasionally, I have also deemed myself the neighborhood watch that no one asked for. So I will you know, randomly drive around my neighborhood just to see what's going on. Are you serious? What? Yes. <laughs> you have nothing else to do. You're that person. <laughs> yes. And what are you looking for? Just anything. I just want to be aware <laughs> of what's going on in my neighborhood, you know? <laughs> like, So to be in the know, I drive around a little bit sometimes. You going to buy patrol lights from Amazon? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You got to get yourself a little badge? <laughs> How far is this going to go? Don't one get of, me started. One of those uh, converted police cars that don't have like the police logo, but it still has like the lights on the outside, yeah. <laughs> so you can tell it used to be a police car. <laughs> okay, whatever. So I've noticed that there's this one neighbor um, who she, her house is in the front of the neighborhood. So when you come in, it's all about curb appeal in my neighborhood, right? In the HOA, they don't play games with your yard and the standards. And she typically is on it. She has a nice garden. She lives by herself. And she's always in her yard doing yard work. Her yard is pretty. It's one of the top five yards in the neighborhood, right? (laughs) Don't you? (laughs) I'm sorry. I can see you planting a sign, like voluntarily going, Third place, best yard. (laughs) (laughs) The Katie Award. (laughs) Well, 
for like the last month, it seems like she's neglected her yard. Like the yard is just grown wild. Uh-oh. It's like unattended. Uh-oh. And so now you're starting to think like she's inside the house and she died and her cats are eating her. Yes. <laughs> and so then at first I wasn't thinking anything. Maybe she's out of town. Maybe she just, you know, switched lawn people. I don't know. But then as her yard progressively got worse, I decided to do more patrolling. <laughs> and she has a fence, but her fence has gaps. And you can see in between the gaps a little bit. How the- close did you get to set gaps, Katie? Oh, a little close. You, you put your head through the gaps. I didn't walk on her yard. I was on the sidewalk. <laughs> With my binoculars. <laughs> and there's like this random SUV in her backyard. And her whole yard is grass. Like there's no way that it would be like, oh, I'm just like, it looks like a car is being hidden. And I think that something's going on in her house. And I don't know if I need to investigate further. I want to. <laughs> and my friends are like, well, maybe she's okay. Maybe she's not. But Katie might need to leave it alone. And I'm like, this is unusual behavior for neighbor number five in the, you know, top five neighborhood. Okay, so let's just, let's stop pretending that this is even a question if you're going to do something about it or not. Based on everything you've told us the last three and a half minutes, you're going to do something about it. So Go knock on the door and just be like, hey, I just wanted to come and check on you and see how you're doing. Well, that's what I was going to ask. How should I approach this? That's because what I would do. I'm actually a concerned neighbor. Yeah. I would I would go and I would knock on the door. And if she answers, then you know she's alive. And just be like, yeah, hi. Did, have you all ever met? No. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Um, okay. I just know of her. Like, I know what she looks like and stuff don't, like that. Don't you need, like, neighborhood watch backup to do that or something? You do that on your own? Is that safe? <laughs> you want to drive out there? Do I do it? not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think just, uh, or bringing something over there, is it that unusual to bring something over to somebody's house anymore? I you mean, s- You said you've always admired her yard, right? Yes. Okay, go knock on the door. Be like, hi, I'm Katie. I'm one of your neighbors. I've always admired your yard. Is there a particular lawn service you use? Because I'd like to maybe check go. them out. I got a million excuses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I need to do that because uh, I'm really worried. Okay. 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 Tell your Girl Scout, you selling cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Just knock on that door, right? You guys want some cookies? <laughs> the Burt Show. All right, we have some leftover from yesterday. So Kristen gets to be stupid back to back days. <laughs> this was too good for just one day. It really honestly was. The Would You Rather Horrible Mother in Law Edition. When I tell you, my husband doesn't often bring up stuff that we do on the show, but when I got home yesterday, he was like, those mother-in-law stories. And I'm like, I know, right? Tell me about it. So yes, we do have more because these were plentiful on the internet. I'm going to give you two scenarios of real mother-in-laws, and you're going to have to pick the one you would rather have. So the less of two evils. My fiance and I have been together for eight years, and I've always felt that his mother doesn't like me. He had a plan to propose to me, which involved taking a trip. He had told his mother of this plan, and the day before we were supposed to leave for our trip, she suddenly came down with appendicitis. We obviously canceled our trip. She had surgery to have her appendix taken out since it was COVID. Nobody could be in the hospital to visit her. Now, I worked at a doctor's office, which is one she attended. The emergency room faxed over the report from her hospital stay. When I handed the report to the doctor, I told him that she'd had her appendix taken out. Ten minutes later, he called me into his office and corrected me. 
He told me the report said she had gone to the hospital for back pain <gasps> and there was no surgery. Oh, she faked it so they wouldn't go. Oh, you're a terrible person. I kept this to myself <laughs> because I didn't want to upset my fiance. Wow. You better than me. Yeah. I would have yeah. framed that, put it in the house. Uh-uh. You guys know how I feel about vacations. Those are like gold bars, man. A vacation where he was going to propose. Oh, you're the oh, worst. Oh, my God. That is horrible. Uh-uh. Now, here's a little um, additional note. Uh, long, Not long after that, Karma came to bite her. She actually had appendicitis and had to get her appendix removed. Get out. And while they were at the hospital, she and her, and her fian- now fiance were there. And she asked the doctor, can your appendix grow back? Because she's already had her taken out and the son had to leave the room because at that point he knew she had lied about getting her appendix. Wow. Wow. Okay. Universe took care of that one. Only right. It it did. All right. That one versus on the first night that I spent in their home, my mother-in-law got the trash basket from my husband's bathroom and went nosing around to see if there were any condoms. She put one after another on the coffee table, waited us, waited for us to get home from lunch, and asked, is this the way you want to give me a grandchild? Eight condoms mean that there could have been eight chances for you to give me a grandchild. Oh, my God. What? From this moment on, condoms are forbidden in this house. <laughs> <laughs> <Ew>. oh <my. laughs> These are real people. Uh-huh. Uh, she ended up ending the relationship and ridding herself of the nosy mother-in-law. I would take condom mother-in-law over vac- <laughs> You robbed me of vacation mother-in-law. Yep, give me the condom, mother-in-law too. I'm going condom because that's just nasty and weird. But yeah. if you ruin my vacation Woo! and my proposal, I'm yeah. gonna be peed. Yes. I just want to remind you guys that you all chose the mother-in-law that touched your used condoms. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, a, dirty that's her. That's a her problem. Yeah, that's not an us problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, this one's a doozy too. This is just an all-around horrible person. I am happily married now. However, my mother-in-law is a whole other story. After our wedding, my father-in-law's health declined and he went into a coma. My husband and I paid 100% of his parents' expenses from the U.S. by working three jobs each. Her mother-in-law and father-in-law live in India. But my mother-in-law lied about the cost. She told us that her husband needed certain meds and would ask us to send more money. She would then use the money to fund local trips that she hid from us. She ordered a new TV microwave, fridge, and phone. When we visited India and asked her about the new items, she would tell us she got them in exchange for items that she had sold, like her jewelry. My naive husband believed her. Meanwhile, my father-in-law was no longer in a coma, but was paralyzed from the chest down. When our child was born, my mother-in-law insisted that we visit India so her husband could see his grandchild. My husband was the only one paying the bills at this point, so we couldn't stay to visit anymore. He had to go back to the U.S., but my mother-in-law asked him to let me stay for mental support. When I finally came back home, I discovered that she'd stolen money from my bank account in India. She was having an affair and spending the money on her boyfriend. My father-in-law passed away and she came to stay with us in the U.S. for a few weeks, at which point I finally broke down and told my husband everything. I had proof and family members who witnessed her behavior and saw her with her boyfriend. Damn. Wow. (laughs) Oh, man. That is low. It is low. All right. This one versus the salad. The salad. My husband got an angry email from his mother 
my mother-in-law, because we fed our 13-year-old child a salad. The email reads, (laughs) Zachary is now a 13-year-old, which means he is on the edge of being a young man, a real young man, no longer a child. I saw on Facebook how he was forced to eat lettuce. He has been made to eat things he hasn't wanted to eat for at least the last five years of his life. As his father, I ask you to look at this from a different perspective, from the point of view that he is growing up and could, and this could be causing him harm. I'm sure being forced to eat lettuce has caused a lot of anger and rage in his heart. <laughs> I don't know that I disagree. <laughs> I, I think I'd rather have dad. Dad and the salad. Dad and salad? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Give me the salad, mother-in-law, I'm for sure. Salad. Yep. I ain't that mad at her. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Have you guys seen that naked photo of Bad Bunny going around the internet? Uh, yes. I have not uh, missed it. It is spicy. So Bad Bunny shared a seemingly normal mirror pic of him on social media. And I say seemingly normal because <laughs> it's sort of a dark photo. It's a silhouette of his upper body in the mirror. And it looks like he just got done with a workout. Mm-hmm. But then the internet girlies came to play. <laughs> and they found out that if you turned up the brightness <sighs> to a certain on, level, <laughs> not only can you see Bad Bunny and his very chiseled chest, he's putting in the work, but you can also see his little Benito. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the girlies did not come to play because it has been circulating, circulating the internet like crazy. And I feel, I feel split about this for a couple of reasons. The first is that he posted that photo not with the intent for anyone to see his little Benito. However, he still made the decision to post kind of a scandalous photo. Now it's going around. I I feel kind of like I'm violating him when I see it. You know what I mean? Can you see his little Benito or can you just see the forest that surrounds it? I saw the little Benito. Okay. Um, At least it's the top. You can't see the the top, the the bottom of it, but you see Mm -hmm. the top part of it. So, um, he posted it. It's not like he got hacked and somebody went to his phone or his computer or whatever. And you have to realize when you post a picture like that, people are going to manipulate it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that to me is internet common sense, especially if you're a person of that magnitude of that level of stardom and you did it to yourself. He got the thirst trap you wanted, man. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's 100% a thirst trap that yep. he's posting. But yeah, all you had to do was you, you screen capture it, you save it, <laughs> you take it into your photo editor, mm-hmm. and then you start moving around with contact, contrast and brightness, and then bam. Hey. It is. Did it to yourself. Uh, I remember years ago, Brad Pitt. Uh, He wasn't taking a picture of himself, but I think somebody took a picture of him from like one of those paparazzi yachts that are like a mile and a half off the coast. And then they focused in on him and he was totally naked. And I remember us coming in here and and me going, my God, you know, Brad Pitt is really gifted in a whole bunch of different areas. (laughs) And then all the women going, no, it's not really impressive. And then me going, yeah, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> For sure it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's on the same way. Yeah, honestly, I'm just impressed that the girlies even thought about this because I saw it. I'm like, he looks good. It's a great silhouette. They uh, they definitely got a little... They wanted more. See, women yep. are as creepy as dudes. Absolutely. Are. Oh, easily. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, I normally wouldn't promote other podcasts that weren't ours on the show, but I do feel like this one is going for a good cause. So all of the major late night talk show hosts are doing a podcast to help pay their staff 
who can't work due to the SAG after strike. It's Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and John Oliver. They are going to host Strike Force 5. One more time, Jimmy. Hi, I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Stephen Colbert. I'm Jimmy Kimmel. I thought when you said Jimmy, you meant me, Jimmy, but you meant Jimmy, Jimmy. I always mean you. But when you say Seth Seth Meyers, who do you mean? I mean John Oliver. It's the five of us together for maybe an hour a, a day. Strike Force 5 is the name of our podcast. Subscribe to it now. Spotify or wherever else you get your podcasts. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they're going to be much competitors, but um, they. I do love the fact that they are coming out and doing this to try and help their staff because I can imagine it's so frustrating as somebody in the entertainment industry. Like, you want to do your job. You want to get out there and work, but you literally can't because then you'd be backstabbing mm-hmm. everybody else in the union. And these guys, they, obviously, they make the most out mm-hmm. of everybody, and they have very very generous salaries. So for them to do this and take all that money and put back into this, I am still shocked that the strike is still going on. I totally forgot about it until a couple of days ago, actually. I mean, this has felt like, I mean, for us, it feels like it's been a long time. I can imagine for the people Mm -hmm. who haven't seen a paycheck Mm -hmm. in months and months and months, it's felt like an eternity. You know, we keep saying this and it's a good reminder that most of Hollywood isn't Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Mm -hmm. It's people working at Fridays that are getting side jobs. And those are the ones that aren't making a lot of money. And they're just trying to get a little bit more. And the industry is just not having it. Yeah. Even Selena Gomez posted something on her Instagram and people got kind of mad at her because you're not supposed to promote your projects. And so she had to delete it. And it also just sucks because there's already been so much work that's gone on, just gone on into shows that have come out or are coming out. And it kind of feels like... You don't even get to celebrate, you know, a new season or a new project that you might be really proud of. So it just really sucks um, all around. Jimmy Kimmel actually said he was going to retire before the strike happened. But he said, you know, I actually this whole strike thing is reminding me how nice it is to work. So I think I'm going to extend it a couple more years. The cast of The Golden Bachelor is out and a former Bachelor's mom will compete in it. I'll fill fill you in on your next e-buzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Trigger warning. For Kristen. We're going to talk about bad wedding planners. Oh, okay. (laughs) Did you have a bad wedding planner? Yeah. Oh, did she? Oh, did she? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't really see the whole project through. She may have left. (laughs) During your wedding? During the reception, yeah. Before it was over. She had a bit of a commitment problem. She had one job. Yeah. That was literally her one job. Oh, yeah. There's some things like leading up to it and the day of, and it was, it was a nice show to say the least. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm sorry. (laughs) Vendors didn't get paid. Certain things didn't get done. Um, Yeah, the dog cookies, because we had a sign that had my husband and I holding hands and the dogs in between. With a, there were, had little signs around their neck that said "thank you," and then there was another sign that was supposed to go next to it, explaining that these are treats for your pet. If you have a pet, whatever, and oh, those no. were are like going away, like as people were walking out, like a little something <laughs> to grab. Um, well, that other sign explaining that these were dog treats didn't get put out. <laughs> so people and were eating the dog treats. Some of our very drunken guests uh, chowed down on some. Uh, 
some dog treats. Oh. Thought, thinking they were the most the, the worst cookies they've ever eaten in their entire lives. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, no, you ate a dog treat. Luckily, you had enough bourbon there. Yeah, Most people didn't care. Uh, but in any industry, you have to think about this. Mathematically, there has to be the best and there has to be the worst. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, there's the best DJ, probably Ryan Seacrest, and then there's us on the yeah. other side. <laughs> um, Mo will make you feel better about your wedding plan, okay? Please. It, it was literally why I submitted the story because you were the first person that came to my mind when I saw it and it went viral and I was like maybe this will make Kristen feel a little better because I don't know if a wedding planner has ever been this bad. Fun fact, it did. (laughs) It did. So good. So this went viral. Women everywhere were furious because, I mean, you can imagine how bad this had to be. But there was a wedding planner who was in a hotel room and getting the bride ready to get married. And she had the idea, for whatever reason, to hang the wedding dress on the sprinklers that are in the hotel room. And it broke the sprinklers. (gasps) So the sprinklers ended up going off in the room. Oh, bro. It damaged everything. It damaged the wedding dress. It damaged the makeup. It damaged the hair for, like, not only the bride, but all of the women that were in the wedding. It damaged uh, makeup and equipment. The equipment, I guess, was the cost of (gasps) $3,000 alone. For the makeup artist, because it ruined every bit of makeup she brought. That doesn't even, like, count for the wedding dress and all of the other things. Mm -hmm. I mean, if the luggage, everything that you brought, soaking wet. So, like, everyone's suitcases were open, I guess, around the room. So, it it even ruined, like, the clothes that you bought. She did end up going through with the wedding, but she had to get married in, like, her reception dress. Everybody kind of had to wear anything that they had that wasn't already ruined. And to make matters even worse, the hotel room is in the bride's name. So, she's responsible for all of the damages that were caused to the hotel room. (laughs) So, she's going to have to sue the wedding planner in order to try to get the money to even pay for the damages to the hotel room. If you watch the video, and it, like it, it, it's a bonehead move. It's like common sense. You never hang anything on the fi- you know the fire sprinkler. Also, right? is this like a seven foot wedding planner? Like those things are up there. You know, what I mean? like it's not just like a coat hanger. Uh-huh. Um, and so when you watch, it's like they're walking and it's splashing. The 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 room that's flooded, Flood. and then one goes into like a room because it's like a suite. And it's just a torrential downpour. Damn. And everything, everybody is sopping wet. They had just gotten their hair and makeup done. No. Everything was ruined. So wedding planner has to pay for all that, right, eventually? No, she don't have to. You have to go after her. You got to sue her. And I guess she couldn't cancel the wedding, which everyone was like, why not just postpone it? But she said the majority of her family was from out of the country. So yeah. they couldn't. Oh, there was no way to redo the wedding. She had to go through with it. I would be walking down the aisle in a sopping wet wedding dress. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I, I seriously. Seriously, would those things are what? so expensive? And can't uh, just take a hair dryer to it. <laughs> sure, <laughs> oh, silly bird. Put it in a microwave. But yeah, hey, yeah, go to the hotel and be like, can you tumble dry this just for like ten minutes, please? <laughs> should be totally fine. I mean, in a case like this, the wedding planner should volunteer to fit. Like, to pay for everything, right? She should, but... She should, but she probably won't. Yeah. I would imagine she would. No? No, she won't. I would hope if she owns a legitimate business, then she's probably insured. And that would... That should cover it. I wonder if it would cover her funeral after I killed her. (laughs) Did you ever rectify any of the situations with your wedding planner? No, never talked to her again. Never talked to her again. Mm -mm. Yeah, and I don't don't think the bus people ever got paid either. (gasps) No way. Because I gave her that money and she was supposed (gasps) to give it to him and he never got paid. What? (laughs) Yeah.
Yeah, it, oh, it was it was bad. It was really bad. Is she still a wedding planner? Is she still doing this for a living? I do not think so. Okay. I am 99% sure that it's not the case. And then there was one family member who didn't speak to me for years because they thought we purposely sent them their invitations late so they wouldn't attend. But there were 15 invitations that she forgot and got hidden on a desk that oh didn't get sent my out. God. Amen. <laughs> oh, bad. Can you be? This is it. <laughs> we were supposed to have like confetti, like cannons when we walked out of the reception. Those were nowhere. There were supposed to be silver trays of White Castle as people walked out. Those never got ordered. Were never there. Oh man! Um, flowers didn't get um, displayed uh, for the ceremony. A lot. Most of the flowers were missing. That were supposed to be on the aisle and on the pews. Um, the boutonnieres and the stuff for like the. Um, uh, my niece and nephews, those like got left in a bathroom or somewhere and we couldn't have had a hard time. It was just one thing after another. I will say this as somebody that attended. Yeah. I mean, for you, you knew what wasn't there. Yeah. It was one of the best weddings I've ever, ever attended. I really Nobody think, knew anything. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh-uh. Everybody had the best time. Like it, 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 it was, it was, it was a great wedding, but knowing everything <laughs> that happened behind the scenes yeah. and we had a meeting the next morning, like she and um, her boyfriend and partner came to the room, and I'm like, what happened? And I got this. Mm. <gasps> wow. There was no apology. <gasps> there was like, did you blast her on Google reviews? No. there. I'm, no. Because we were friends. Uh, you were friends? We were friends. The yeah. plot thickens. Yeah. What? And she left your reception early? Yes, she did. I am friend- stunned. And you're not friends anymore. You guys haven't spoken since. Never. No, yeah, no, we haven't spoken it. since. That's it. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas, make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you gotta have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. The Burt Show. Alright, we call it follow-up Thursday. You guys remind us of Burt Show storylines that we haven't closed yet and in this case it's from Joyce Ward. He says, yo, Burt Show. Long-time listener on Facebook. Not sure if you've already done a follow-up to this one, but it was posted on July of 2022. Title was something along the lines of, she wants proof that her sister's fiancé isn't the man he says he is, and I need to know what happened. Thanks for the consideration, Joyce. Kristen's going to recap it right I now. am going to recap it right now. I got lost in my schedule. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So Leah hated the man her sister was planning on marrying. She thought he was a narcissistic, a narcissistic. Oh, no. Am I reading right? I think I am. A yep. narcissistic root a-hole. She wanted proof of him cheating in hopes that it would put an end to their upcoming wedding. But her plan backfired after he called her out on air with this message. Sending you roses becomes because thorns seem appropriate for such a bleeping prick like you. I'll make sure your sister is listening to hear what a meddling bee you are. I am not, never have, nor ever will cheat on your sister so you can mind your own bleeping business. Uh-oh. 
I forgot all of it. It's the uh-oh bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> As expected, her sister was pissed when she found out what Lee did behind her back. Last we heard, Lee skipped the wedding and refused to apologize to her sister. We suggested they have a sit-down meeting with family and apologize. Did she take her advice or is she still at odds with her family? Mo has answers. Hey, Bird Show. I actually do have an update for you all. So, as much as I hate to say, I told you so, and trust me, it's bittersweet, it seems I had a point about my sister's now soon-to-be ex-husband. No. So, I kept my distance after all of the chaos. We didn't really talk much this past year. Actually, we barely talked at all. Around Christmas, I overheard from our cousin, yeah, had to get the updates from family gossip because we weren't on speaking terms, that there was some major drama happening in their marriage. Turns out, Mr. Wonderful wasn't so wonderful after all. He had not just been seeing another woman. He had multiple side women. They separated right after New Year's. As of now, their divorce is in the works. I guess the silver lining is that they are divorcing now and not years from now when the kids could be involved. The downside, even though I was right, it hasn't magically fixed our relationship. We're still pretty distant. I genuinely hope that in time, things will change. But for now, things are still rocky. So, there you have it. Not the happiest update, but life's complicated, right? Hope you all are doing better in the love department than my sis and I. <laughs> Sending love. At the end of the day, though, she gets bragging rights. She No, you cannot. She was right. I mean, she'll never say it. You cannot say but it. But they both know that she was right. They'll be in my eyes when I look at you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to see it in my eyes. All right, Abby. Dudes are separated into two categories, you feel. Yes, there are puka shell boys and there are cross <laughs> necklace boys. There are. There's no difference. You are either one or... Or the other. And what? This is, this what is a puka shell necklace boy and what is a cross <laughs> necklace boy? I'm so glad you asked, Kristen, because I'm here to tell you. <laughs> Please. So, so this got this is a video that got shared in my group chat. And all of my friends realize that you only have one of two types. You either date the type of guy who wears a puka shell necklace or you only date the type of guy who wears a silver cross necklace. These are the only two <laughs> types of necklace that, that boys wear. That's what it, about huh? a spiked dog collar necklace for the punk rock? Boys, who, who is wearing that? I have nobody. Never- <laughs> <laughs> right. hey, that's, but that's my, nobody I know. But that's my point. Go to a public setting and look around. Uh, you will only see men wear one of two types of necklaces, at least that we've noticed. And this is um, from a TikTok clip that we got from Bro- Brooke and Connor start a podcast. These are very popular TikTokers, and they decided to decide which celebrities would be puka shell necklace guys <laughs> or silver cross necklace guys. And I think maybe it'll make a little bit more sense when you hear examples. There's four categories of man. So puka shell, cross necklace, and then puka shell wants to be cross necklace, and cross necklace who wants to be puka shell. 100%. I have some guys that I'm going to give you, and you can tell me what you think they are, uh-huh. and I'll let you know if I agree or not. Okay. Okay, PETA from The Hunger Games. I think he's puka shell wants to be cross necklace. Really? I was going to say just puka shell. What part of him do you think is wanting to be cross vibes? I don't know. Like, he had that whole stage where he wanted to be, like, really cool. Yeah. And he, like, had the spotlight and he loved it. Yeah, I guess you're right. Here's kind of a hard one. Okay. Harry Potter. I knew you were going to do Harry. You did? Yeah. <laughs> this is so hard. I, like, I've never been faced with something so uh-huh. hard. I feel like he is maybe a cross necklace. I agree 100%. <laughs> Which is really scary to say. But don't you think Ron is puka shell completely? Mm -hmm. I feel like male friendships, there's always like a cross and a puka. (laughs) 
so <laughs> I thought, I'm sorry, the thought of Ron Weasley wearing a puka shell yes. necklace. But you Beautiful. can see it, right? So it yes. makes sense. And so I feel like the perfect example is I feel like Mo is a cross necklace guy mm-hmm. and Bert is a puka shell For guy. Sure. Back in the day, I was wearing pukas all the time, but it was back in the day in California. Okay, what's Tommy? Tommy, Tommy is a puka shell guy. No, the hell I ain't. <laughs> How about intern Mikey? Intern Mikey? I don't know. I don't know if intern Mikey is a necklace guy, period. He might be the exception. Oh, puka, man. I think he's a puka, but wants to be a cross. He might be, <laughs> he might be one of those macaroni necklace guys. <laughs> Oh, ouch. <laughs> He's never coming in again. Oh, my God. Out of all the things we made him do, this is it. The Bird Show. Let me ask you guys a question. Do you always feel like you should eat more at an all-you-can-eat buffet? Duh. Like the yeah. pressure is on, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like if you're going to spend 20 worth. bucks, I'm going to go in this line two or three times. I'm walking out of here stuffed, right? Well, feel- also, then I get like food ADD where I'm like, oh, I want to try that. And that looks good. And that looks really good. And I don't want to not try that, even though it's over there and I've had too much. you got to try everything. It, I feel the same way when you go somewhere and drinks are free, which is why people get yeah. hammered in first class. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so there was a, a, a TikToker and her video is going viral right now because she's like, you know what? I want to put this whole thing to the test. This all-you-can-eat buffet. So she decided she was going to stay in the restaurant for 12 hours eating (laughs) on and off 12 hours. So she would go up, she would eat, go back to her table, wait, have a couple of drinks, go back to the buffet. (laughs) And she wanted to see if she could pull it off for 12 straight hours. From open to close. From open to close. So after two and a half hours, breakfast ended. I got up to get lunch food. And when I came back to my table, they took away my drink and silverware, but I sat down and ate anyway. My waitress said she's sorry. She thought I left, but you only have to pay one time and you can eat and drink as long long as you want but she started bringing me tons and tons of refills i think she's trying to make me full so i would leave but i'm not falling for that so she stays in there and she says you're actually pretty nice about it 3 p.m the manager came up to me and told me dinner starts in an hour so he has to start moving the tables i helped him move mine my waitress said her shift is ending soon so i gave her tip and i moved to the other side of the restaurant i was in line getting dinner then the manager waved for me to come and talk to him i thought he was going to kick me out since i'd been there for eight hours he just asked me to switch tables again and told me to go back and get my food i believe it i appreciate him for letting me stay there for 10 hours <laughs> she pulled it off, man. Wow. wow. I'm shocked they were so nice to her. Well, Kudos. My guess is they're like, if a person's doing this, they must really need the food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you want it. Okay. She helped move the table, so she was accommodating, right? All right, so she is dating a dude that has a tattoo of his ex-girlfriend's name, and it's driving her absolutely crazy. He has no intention of removing it, and now she's wondering, should I ditch this dude or should I continue to date him? Started dating this guy recently who's all sorts of charming. Not only is he gorgeous, but he's the funniest person I've ever met. Not possible. Not possible. It can't be. You can't be good looking at that funny. Uh, That, to me, is probably the hottest and most important quality in a guy. We recently started to get more intimate, and I got to see his tattoos. Mm. Well, he's got this pretty elaborate tattoo of his ex. Not just a name, but it's like this whole artsy compass design where the needle points to her name. Pretty unique. I'll give him that. It actually said live, and at first I thought it was missing the E or something. I thought maybe the compass was meant to remind him to live his life (laughs) or some other poetic interpretation. It's an easy fix, though, if you ever want to fix it. Uh Yes, put an E on there, right? Um, 
I asked him the meaning uh, behind the tattoo, and that is when he told me that Liv is his ex-girlfriend, Olivia. (laughs) At that point, I assumed he had plans to get it removed or changed in some way. I asked which one he planned to do, change it, remove it. He said he doesn't plan on doing anything uh, or covering it up or removing it, nothing. He says he likes the tattoo and that the name is just a chapter of his life. He says he sees no reason why he should get it removed. He says that uh, they didn't have a bad breakup and the feels and he feels no negative emotions when he sees it. He thinks it's unnecessary to remove it and that changing it to do something else seems silly. He says it would just be a tattoo with a made up message just to cover up a name. Well, I guess I don't think I'd love the idea of someone I'm in a relationship with having a permanent shrine on his skin to an ex. Am I overthinking it, or is this tattoo situation a red flag? Would love to know your thoughts. Do I keep sailing with Captain Compass or abandon ship? In need of some navigation, she says, pun intended, Leslie, one eight five five virtual All right, Mo, what would you do? Uh, well, I'm not mad at him for feeling like he wants to keep it. That's his prerogative, but if I'm being honest and I'm the person that's in the relationship, you're going to probably have to live Alone, because <laughs> I don't think I could do this. this it, it would bother me. Something about it mentally would, would just always bother me to know you have somebody else's name tattooed on you. Would you have rather he lied about the meaning? Absolutely. Yeah. I would have been better off with that. If he just would have made something up and then she never would have been any the wiser and just leave it at that. Which would have been so easy for him to do. Like you could have turned live into so many different things. But yeah, the honesty would have threw me. She'd have figured it out at some point because he would have like been talking about his ex-girlfriend in a couple of months and said Olivia. She wouldn't have thought anything of it. And then 11 o'clock at night, she would have been like, Olivia, live! Live! That tattoo is live! She would have figured it out. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming if you didn't see it until y'all started getting a little bit more intimate. It's probably in a very intimate area. Mm. And I would ha- I have to say, if I saw that every time we were getting busy mm. and I had this constant reminder of your ex, Olivia, who I've probably stalked on all forms of social media, so I know what she looks like, <laughs> I know what she does, I know where she lives, I know what her blood type is, it would really start to bother me. But if this guy is funny and he's gorgeous... Girl, you got to take one for the team and just stick it out. <laughs> you got to, like, pick and choose your battles, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you ain't going to win this one, girl. This would, would absolutely drive me nuts. I wouldn't, I wouldn't ditch him. Uh, you'd have to I make it real, big... real dark in that room. Yeah, well, every I think that every is a huge, time. huge, huge ask to alter, to ask somebody to alter their body for you. And that's essentially what she's asking him to do. Like, it's part of his past. You, you shouldn't be ashamed of your past or who you've been with. Um, this was his way of commemorating that. Some people make scrapbooks. Some people get names <laughs> tattooed on their body. You know, well, there must have been something special about her because it's not like he's got now, twelve names all over his body. Well, so here's the thing: I, I this is not a ditch scenario for me yet. I would continue to date him, but at some point in time, if he does not put my name on his body. Then we got an issue, and then I got to ditch you. I would just say, every time we're about to do it, you got to put this gauze on, dude. (laughs) (laughs) You got to cover that thing up. How long do you wait? I'm curious. (sighs) Like, what would the timeline be on that? If we, okay, the timeline, it's a great question. However long it took with Liv. Mm, You would ask. No, it better be sooner than Liv. Hold on a second. Jenny here says we're all stupid. Hey, Jenny, good morning. You're on the Burt Show. Hi. 
Hey, good morning. Good morning. So listen, so here's what I think, right? So listen to the fact of, so he made the comment, you know, hey, this was a chapter of my life, right? And that chapter, it's over for him, right? It ended on a good note for him. It, it, it didn't end on a bad note. So, I mean, I think that that's like one point of it. The other point of it is they could get so far invested into this relationship that he could change his mind. He may not want to change it now, but he may want to change it sometime, sometime down the road. <laughs> yeah, this is, I'm with Jenny. This is, I wouldn't ditch him. I don't think this is a ditchable offense. I'd say you can keep the tattoo, but you have to put this brand over it. Like, like a hot brand. <laughs> simple solution. Just before you get intimate, break out a Sharpie and just write laugh love under it. <laughs> Every <laughs> time, <laughs> sure. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. The cast of The Golden Bachelor is out. Now, The Golden Bachelor is going to be a little bit different than The Regular Bachelor. This is going to be a man in his golden years. We've already found out who the lead is going to be. It's 71-year-old Gary Turner. But I think there was a little bit of a fear of like, uh, is it The Golden Bachelor because The Bachelor is just older? Or will the contestants stay the same and be like 20 and 30-something? They better be older. Thank God. They are all at least 60 years old. Nice. They just released a promo in the cast list yesterday. And I swear, it looks like a massive season of The Real Housewives because they're all dressed in these really long, beautiful black ball gowns. And they have like a gold background behind them. And it looks like they're all about to do that Real Housewives intro where you know, they spin around. They have that snarky little comment. Um, these are also all career women or retired career women, which I know people will be very thrilled to get a break from the influencers. There's a couple retired real estate agents, a few health and wellness types, a couple of women who worked in education, like teachers and businesswoman, a designer, a former Chicago Honey Bears cheerleader, even a pro aging coach, which I would love to know what that mm. does. Um, and a therapist, which is very fitting for this type of show. Yeah, a bunch of guilt. Oh. bunch of gilfs in here. I'm looking at them right now. Um, <laughs> a bunch of what? Gilfs. Grandma's he'd like to... <laughs> no, th- is I sw- one of them named Jerry? I don't, I don't know why. No, Gary's Patrick. the... Oh, Ooh. okay. One of the cast members, her name is Susan. I swear this is Chris Jenner in disguise. She looks exactly <laughs> like Chris Jenner. I don't know if you had the cast list pulled up. I do. Yeah. I'm Go looking at it right now. all the way down to the bottom. Look at Susan with the short black hair. Look at Pamela at 75. You get it. Get it, girl. Go, Pam. Uh, oh, no. Uh, who were you talking about? Her name's Susan. She's 16. Well, now I want to check Me out the list. Okay. Pull up the cast. Wait, Where who, who are you? Oh, look at Sandra at 75. Okay. They're hot. Oh, you're right. She, she does. She looks exactly like Chris Jenner. Damn. Yeah. I mean, she's got different chicklets, but for the most part, they're the same person. <laughs> she's trying to weasel her way onto every reality yeah, show. Look at that. Okay. They're going to cross promote, keep keeping up with the Kardashians probably. But something that people are really excited about is that a former Bachelor's mom <laughs> is going to be in the cast as well. So Matt James was the Bachelor um, a couple years ago, and his mom, Patty James, she's 70. She's a retired real estate agent, kind of a babe, and she is going to be competing for Gary's heart. And what? I'm kind of rooting for her. That 75-year-old I caught my eyes from Doraville. No, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go get it. Go get it. 
Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited. This is going to premiere on September 28th, and it airs Thursdays, not Mondays, on ABC. Okay, when was the last time you Does it come on earlier than the other bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it comes on at 6. <laughs> Actually, 5 for the early bird special. There will be a viewing party at the Village Inn. Oh, 6 Eastern, 5 Central. <laughs> okay, when was the last time you were watching your favorite show, and you thought, you know what would make this better? You know what would make this more enjoyable? More news. Hmm. So Variety Magazine is reporting that Max, formerly known as HBO Max, is thinking about adding CNN news alerts no. that'll pop up no. while you're watching your show. Absolutely. So Kristen, oh, you. Kristen, while you're watching and just like that, and you know, you're trying to stick it out and you know, you're trying to enjoy it, CNN could be alerting you that Mitch McConnell is freezing in another conference. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. It was. That was very scary. But no, man, I mean that's your escape time, right? Exactly. I I know. You that's no. Who thought that, that would be a good idea? I like it if you can opt into it, but I had to disable news alerts because it was just a running death toll on my phone every day. And not to say those people don't deserve recognition and the news shouldn't be reported, but it was dragging me down mentally so much just to see plane crash and over here killed three people. And I'm like, I'm so sorry for them, but I don't need to know that before I've had my coffee. I hate this. Right, it's a bad idea. I hate it too. My first gig right out of college, I was digital producing and I had to read all of those news alerts. Ugh. Like I had no, I had no option. I had to read them. And I have to say, I have never been lower mentally. So if we, I can't opt out of this, I will be canceling my Mac subscription. Okay, people are roasting Dua Lipa for a video <laughs> she posted on social media. <laughs> this is I, so stupid. This is so is embarrassing stupid. for her. I did see this picture. Didn't even think twice about it though. Uh, oh. Oh, people are going after her. Yeah. So Dua Lipa just posted this video of her on vacation in Ibiza, and she is dressed. I just love saying Ibiza like that. It feels so fancy. So she is dressed in like this pristine skin-tight outfit. She's got a scarf on her head. She looks like a model. Looks like she's just been lounging around all day. Not, that's her like MO. She just naturally looks like a model. Yeah, honestly. But she just didn't look like she was sweating over a grill all day. So when she posted a video of her grilling some shrimp in Ibiza, people were like, okay, there's no grill noises. There's no smoke. There's no sound. It sounds like she was like, I look really good in this outfit and I want a video of me cooking shrimp. It was it. so bizarre. And like the shrimp were all piled on top of each. It made like, there were so many like people who work in the food industry. Like this is a travesty. Somebody did a close up on some of the dials. It wasn't even on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. It was really bad. Travis Scott pulled one of his tour dates in a city I'm not sure he's welcome in anymore. It's on your next Eva's on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. All right, Abby's about to call out a bunch of her <laughs> hypocritical friends here in just one second. Before we get to that, though, look, you got to be really, really careful with your Alexa here. Like, your kids are sophisticated with technology now. And it doesn't matter how old they are. There's a dude telling a story today that his five-year-old used their Alexa and ended up buying $5,000 worth of toys. 5000 $5,000 and a hot tub. <laughs> Style. My five-year-old ordered almost $1,000 worth of toys on Amazon this morning. He even ordered a $500 hot tub. <laughs> so parents, make sure you've disabled voice purchasing on the Alexa app. All right, here's a sample of his kid hitting up Alexa. Now be careful if you're at the house because your Alexa might go off here. Alexa, get me a monster truck. It jumps 23 inches off ground. Alexa, add a little... 
Alexa, get me a lazy river. It's 45 feet around. Alexa, add 112 water slides to my car. So Alexa heard that and said, okay, you must have said hot tub. It's <laughs> like Ale- Alexa's a genie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Abby, let him have it. Oh, this is one of the best parts about having a mic because sometimes you get to blast your friends for being hypocrites. But I'm going to try and do this lovingly because I... It, girl groups are notoriously hard to navigate because usually there are friend groups within friend groups. And so I'm a part of this friend group that has about two different sides. There's four of us that are super close. We have really similar interests, similar personalities. We vibe really well. And then we have another half of the group that is they're closer with each other than they are to us. And they, again, have different interests, different types of personalities. And sometimes we hang out together. But then there are other times when we just want to hang out separately. And so we have gotten into a little bit of a tiff in the group chat because this weekend my half of the friend group is going on a trip to Manhattan and we're very excited about it. We all like to do the same things, drink and walk around and hit on guys and that's what we like to do. And the other side of the friend group would rather go to like museums and, you know, do more touristy things, which is totally fine. But that's not what we want to do when we go to Manhattan. And so because we knew that, we did not invite them on this trip. And so we knew that if they found out, they were going to call us out for this. And so we have almost successfully kept it a secret for a couple of months. However, somebody decided to spill the beans. So a mutual friend of ours was hanging out with them and said, oh, are you guys going to New York with Abby and X, Y, and Z and X, Y, and Z? And they're like, they're going to New York? Uh-uh. And... <laughs> oh, no. Which I know makes us sound like a-holes because why would you not want to invite your friends even if they have different interests, they can do different things? Here's my point of contention. They, they messaged us in the group chat kind of mad about this. And then in the other group chat with me and my friends who are going to New York, we got together and I'm like, do we finally call them out on doing this to us? Because we, this is the first time we've done it to them, but they consistently don't invite us to do things. So if we post things on Instagram of us getting margaritas together, they will always swipe up and be like, where was our invite? And we'll, we're just like, oh, laugh, funny. <laughs> and they will do the exact same thing. So like if they go to the beach and it's just them, we never swipe up and go, where was our invite? Uh, you know what I mean? Yep, 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 yep. So basically they have called us out in the group chat for not inviting, uh, inviting them to our group trip mm-hmm. when they consistently do this to us as well. And it's so beyond frustrating because we're going this weekend and we feel like they're already a little bit mad about this. We feel like we're not going to be able to post on Instagram and take the fun pictures and show what a great time we're having because the entire time we know that they're going to be guilting us for not inviting them when they do the exact same thing to us all the time. And it's for the same reason. We like to do different things, but we we occasionally like to hang out together. And that's okay. Like not everybody has to hang out Every single time, especially if they've done it before, call them out. So <laughs> you and I are drastically different ages here. So is it not an option for you to go to New York and post uh, the great time that you're having in New York just to alleviate the tension? No, because they're going to swipe up and be like, looks like it's happening. You know, they're mm-hmm. kind of like the guilt trippy mm-hmm. type of friends. 
And what I'm saying gonna, is don't post. Is that is that a possibility? Yeah, but it's not you a fun word. Have right. <laughs> you shouldn't have, have to do that. I know. I have cute outfits planned. <laughs> we are going to fun restaurants. And it's hard. It's been hard for us to get excited about this because, A, we felt like we haven't been able to talk about it freely because we were like, they can't know. And then they ended up finding out anyway. And then, B, it's just... <laughs> It's just creating unnecessary tension when we feel the exact same way. We just care less because we, if they want to go do other things, that's fine. That's their prerogative. We just wish that they would be less hypocritical mm-hmm. and not call us out for what they do, us, do to us all the time. It's infuriating when somebody does something and it's okay for them to do it, mm-hmm. but heaven forbid you have the audacity to do it and then they come down on you. Yeah, like if they want to go to the beach with just them, that's fine. They don't have to invite us, but if we want to go to the beach and not invite them, then we're the mean ones. Well, the good news is this is all going to sort itself out once they hear this segment. <laughs> they don't listen to the show. Sorry to break it to you. Can you just send it to them? No. In the, in the group chat, can you not call out the hypocrisy and be like, hey, guys, the three of you have done stuff together and we never said anything about it. It's okay. They're very sensitive, which is why they will not hear this segment. Um, they're very sensitive in the sense that, like, if we said something, then we would just look mean. Which I don't, I'm not really sure that the segment is helping anyway, but mm. it, it's a little frustrating when they're constantly doing something that. But that's that's delusional. Yeah, go live your well, life. Well, call them out. Yeah, I would go, call them out. I, had, I have a friend like this. I had to call out, and he's yeah. very sensitive too. But he does the same thing to me. He goes everywhere and doesn't invite me. But every single time I go okay. anywhere, I could go to dinner with my mom, and he's like, "Where's the invite, bro? Why would you be here?" Oh, I like this one. I like the passive aggressive one when you're out, and then I get one or two from friends going if I'm out at a restaurant with friends having drinks, I'll get the text that says, I like vodka. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's yeah. exactly what I yeah. mean. That's the stuff I'm going to be getting all weekend long. <laughs> so yeah. take this show as an example, okay? Imagine if every time Mo and Katie went out, I hit them up and I'm like, where was my invite? I like hmm. pizza. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hmm, bowling. That looks fun. I can't remember the last time somebody invited me to go bowling. Or like if Cassie and I were out doing something and then like Bert hit us up and, and was like, I would have liked to have gone to a park and hung out. Like WTF. You don't got to worry about that. I, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> He's like, if Cassie's there, I don't want to be there. <laughs> and especially if your children are there, I definitely don't want to be there. Like every Everybody on the show, like there's there's different um, there's cl- that- there's clicks within the group, and that's normal. It, mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent normal. And so for th- for them to do it, mm-hmm. but then to say something to you to make you feel bad for doing it. I am getting, I'm incensed for you. And honestly, at a certain point, I don't care if they're sensitive. Like you have, sometimes you have to have the mirror and throw it right Mm -hmm. in somebody's face Mm. so they can see what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And it's not right for them to crap on your trip when you've never crapped on there. No. Go live your life. They're welcome to have a good time. But if you're wondering why I'm not post about New York this weekend. uh -uh. (laughs) Post. 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 I want to see every cute outfit. I want to see every outfit of the day while you are in New York. I want to see all the things and then as you're driving by one of the museums I want you to flick it off! <laughs> <laughs> Screw the Met! <laughs> Get it? The Bird Show. 
You have heard us talk about Abby's podcast, The Breakup Breakdown, on the Pioneer Network, which I happen to own. Um, and this thing's going on the road. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, going on the road is in like 20 minutes from my apartment. <laughs> so we are doing this really fun live breakup breakdown brunch. The girls are going to be girling at Five Church in Midtown on September 23rd. I'm going to have some special guests coming through where we're going to do a live podcast where we're basically just going to be spilling the tea on some breakups. And we're going to have lots of delicious brunch. We're going to take pictures. It's going to be a really good time. Cassie and I bought our tickets. We will be. So if you've never listened to the podcast before, it's the most dramatic breakups you've ever heard of. And Abby interviews the participants in this breakup. So are some of them going to be there? Um, I've invited some of them. We shall see TBD because obviously we're doing it here in Atlanta. So if you're not local, it's kind of hard to come up, which is understandable. But I will have some special guests of people who have appeared on the podcast, um, some rotation co-host if you are a listener you know exactly who I'm talking about can I just say so I've been listening to your podcast and it is it's fascinating and I don't mean that to be like it's actually fascinating but it really is like when you hear these people's drama because you would think like why do I care but it's hmm. so juicy. <laughs> it's so juicy. I'm like oh my god I have to know what happened like you get so invested you're such a good interviewer Thank you. And the guests that's are really, really good, too. That's really nice. I don't know. These people genuinely, like, want to come on because sure. when I first started this podcast, because some of these people are, like, complete randos that I just DM, and I'm like, hey, I heard you went through a breakup. Do you want to come on? And people are so excited to talk about their trauma because, and a lot of these people have done the work. Like, it's not just people coming on and being vindictive about their exes. Like, yes, of course, we get the juice. Like, yesterday, we were talking about the thruple from hell where her husband was sleeping with their girlfriend right next to her, wouldn't let her join in. It was just a whole thing. They really take a lot of lessons from this, and it's it's like a deep dive into the human psyche as to why we stay in relationships that are not good for us. Because as somebody who can't even get into one, I don't understand why you would want to be in a bad one. But it really is interesting hearing people's reasoning and why they decide to stay. So it's, it's really awesome, and it's going to be so fun because I think the... It's great to listen to it in your car because it's just you in, in the interview. Mm. But when we're going to be in person, like we're going to get to react in person. You can cheer. You can throw things at us. It's going to be great. <laughs> Don't encourage they, that. Where can, they, where can they get tickets and where's it going to be? So it's currently linked in my Instagram bio. So my Instagram is at the Abby Murphy, A-B-B-Y-M-U-R-P-H-Y. And if you know what, if you're not a listener and you just want to come because you love the Burt Show, I will actually throw you a little discount code. You can use code BERT. For a little 10% off freebie. Well, okay. I wish I would have known oh. that before we bought right. our tickets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm, take- I'm taking your money, Kristen. <laughs> I wish we would have known someone who could have given us the hookup with free entry. Right. I'll refund y'all Absolutely <laughs> no not. way. If you're a true friend, you mm-hmm. will always pay for something. That's why I bought your podcast book. It's why I bought tickets to Mo Show. You support your friends. You don't expect free things for them. You're, good. you're a good person. A couple of you guys have sent me this from Reddit, and I wanted to pass this on to our short kings. I love this. Okay? Um, in Atlanta, the headline on Reddit is casting short men in the Atlanta area. Okay? Hello. And you got you to gotta remember this also. Like, in Hollywood and in movies... Dudes are much shorter than they look like they mm-hmm. are on, on the screen, right? Mm-hmm. Like Tom Cruise is like four foot two. <laughs> He's actually four foot three. <laughs> um, hello, I am working on a serious, relatively high profile project about the experience of being a short man in America and would love to speak to any guys out there who are five, seven or less about the good, 
bad and bizarre parts of being shorter than average. I got some really good responses with my previous posts and hope there are still some of you out there willing to consider participating. Doesn't matter whether you're totally comfortable with your height or frustrated by it, whether you've never had an issue because of it, you liar, or uh, if you've run into obstacles and or ever been bullied, we'd love to hear from you, especially if you're a short man uh, in a tall woman couple or gay couple where one uh, male partner is significantly taller than the other. And it goes on and on and on and on and says that um, if you want to check it out, just Google Reddit and it's under r slash Georgia. And it's one of the first things that comes up. OK, short guys. So go get it. Wow. <laughs> All right, Kaylee, how's your, how'd your wife get you in trouble this time? <laughs> she, uh, she didn't get me in trouble. Um, well, I guess I would have gotten in trouble if she would have actually went off and hit this woman. Um, we went to Mercedes-Benz Stadium last weekend for the first time. I've never been there. Really? No, no. I've never been to an Atlanta United game, and I've never been to a show there. It's awesome, I right? just don't really want to deal with the traffic. But, yeah, so it, it was amazing. And I remember it being built and how just in awe you were just seeing that yeah. structure itself come together. It's, it's like nice. a modern marvel. Um, so we went and saw the Atlanta United play, and we had box seats. So we, we were in a box, which Sweet. was pretty, because that's how I roll. I don't want to go there if I'm in regular, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you milked off of somebody else's suite. Correct, absolutely. <laughs> Actually, the, uh, my wife is now the assistant coach for my daughter's soccer team, and so the main coach his family has this box. Um, and so I was like, is it going to be catered? Are we going to get free drinks? Hey, yeah. So there is a reoccurring theme with your stories. Like, yeah, well, you know I that, mean, right? You know, I love, well, well, Kristen <laughs> loves to support their friends. I love free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's just, anyway. So, um, and I was told that it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes they'll have like the, the full buffet in the box mm -hmm. and sometimes they won't. Well, this was a night they didn't, which was no big deal. I mean, it was epic. We had our own area. So we went, we're going like a floor down to get our food and, you know, bringing our drinks up, which was kind of annoying because you only have two hands. And when my wife's every five minutes is like, we go get me another drink. <laughs> and then I'm like trying to balance three drinks and food. It's, it's a total nightmare. Yeah. It's, it's tough to live that 1% of life. So, um, <laughs> yeah, right. So it was awesome. I, the, we won three to zero afterwards when it starts to, uh, when the game ends, everyone starts just piling out of these boxes. Right. And, you know, we didn't have anything else to do there. And so we start walking by all these um, other boxes. And you could see people partying. And what's crazy is a lot of times when they are when they're, they bring in a buffet for these boxes, most of the time people don't even eat the food. Mm -hmm. So as you're walking by, you can see it empty. And then all the food is still just almost virtually untouched. No, you didn't. Come on. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. Oh, so, I have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How drunk were you? Nobody, in a random suite. Nobody really questions you because oh, most of the people in those suites are invited by other people. So you can walk into somebody's suite and they just assume you're going to be there. Yes, I've done that. <laughs> so we're walking So we're walking towards the elevator and, and we're walking by, you know, random, some people are still in there. And I walk by this one and... I make eye contact with a guy that's in there, and he raises his hand up, and he's like, what up? And I, like, kind of backed up. <laughs> and it was somebody that I haven't seen in, like, 20 years from, like, high school. And so I'm like, and I've got, like, 
14 people with me, like nine kids. And he's like, come on in here and get some food. And so we start piling in there and we start eating all his buffet. Sure. And so the, the help, I guess the waitresses, are trying to clear out. Like, and of go course. home. The game's over. So and I just leave. brought in 14 <laughs> deep. So and my kids are taking cups and throwing and <laughs> stacking them. And and this lady called security on us because she thought we didn't belong there. No. Because we hadn't been in that box the entire night. Right. <laughs> and we just took over this box. <laughs> and we're just making a mess. And my wife got so mad because like, we had every right to be yeah. We came from another box. Right. They invited and she, you. I mean, after the security, my wife was like, I'm gonna, I want to hit that woman. <laughs> like, I really want to hit that woman. Like, and it, Did you let her? I wanted her to, <laughs> but then again, I didn't want to have to deal with any of the repercussions. Yeah, from getting it. arrested. Jail. That's, that's probably no fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we ate good. <laughs> <laughs> Get it? The Bird Show.